There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. What is up? Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Tally Louise, how are you? I am good, thank you. Just making sure my phone was on silent. But we are, it's a week before Christmas. Well, under a week before Christmas. This is our last official episode of the year. Yes. Because we have Beyond the Valley, but that will come out in January. Yeah. We will be recording that 30th of December. Yes. And that is at Beyond the Valley. And we have it. All my valley goers. Mm. So remember, if you're going, please let us know. But we're having a guest on that podcast. And if you have any horrific festival stories, or not even horrific, like cool festival stories, we'd love to hear them because we would love to read them out on the day. This is, I think, the second festival of my life. Is it? Like multiple day festival. I've never camped at a festival. I mean, I've gone to festivals before, but I've never camped at a festival. It's I not did. really something that was my thing. <laughs> so I've never camped. My version of camping was sleeping in the back of a four-wheel drive yeah, on a mattress. Yeah, mine. Wait, did you go to Pyramid? Yes. Mm, Do you what remember? was the other one? Falls and Pyramid. Yep. So Phillip Island, back in the day, I'm pretty sure it was a year where it was like 42 degrees on New Year's Eve. It was. Whoa. I couldn't even tell you who played. Like I have no idea. I used to go to Summer Days. I think Summer Days was on New Year's Day. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I was just having mental flashbacks. <laughs> I love summer days. I definitely have, I don't think I've got like horrific stories, but I've definitely had fun at festivals and we're super excited to be on the podcast stage for BTV and we are on at 11am on the 30th. So if you are there, set your alarms, come down. And also if you stay long enough, you might see Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules, which I'm really, really excited about. Will you speak to her? I want to try and, like, introduce ourselves to yeah. her. I'm like, hey, what's up? Welcome to Australia. What's up, Sheena Shea? Yeah, like, welcome to the butt fuck world of, like, it's in the middle of bloody nowhere. I don't know where it is. So I think she's going to get a bit of a Australian shock, maybe? I don't know. Her husband's Australian. I don't I think. Don't know. I feel like he's New Zealand, isn't he? No, I'm pretty sure oh. he's Australian. But has she been here before? I don't know. Don't but- worry, guys. BRB will ask if he's been to Australia or more. <laughs> Next year we'll be besties with it. Just you wait. Yeah. So that's exciting. And yeah, what have you got planned for Christmas? Just the usual. Every the family, my mom, her partner, my dad, my stepmom, all us kids. All Sarah's the, got a mixed family. Yeah, I got a. I've got one of those um, blended families that blended. That's the right word. Is very functional. Yeah. That's so funny. Mum and I were talking about functional families last night, and I said. Actually, to be honest, I think out of all my friends, I'm probably one of the only families that's probably like semi-functional. Like yours is functional, but there's a lot of like step, like siblings, siblings, your mum's been married before, your dad's with like, so I was like, I feel like our family's probably, and my family's a lot smaller. Our family's probably the only one that's like probably functional. What's functional? Well, no divorces and Lexus probably. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, taking away, like, everyone's always got troubles with, like, aunties and, like, all that kind of stuff. But, like, immediate family, because mm. you do. You've got, like, a stepmom. Not that it's not functional, but it's just very blended. Yeah. I think you've. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying. No, it is. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I don't know like, what you're trying to say. No, like, I was just saying, like, my fam- mom and dad are still together. I feel like that's fun. Like, Lex's mom and dad are still together. A lot of my other friends, their families are separated. They've got stepmoms, stepsisters. Like there's a lot of things to deal with. Do you think that if two parents stay together, that means they're happy? No, no, no. I'm not saying about happiness. I'm just saying like functional as in like everyone's still together. There's not really – because I feel like when you bring stepsisters in, maybe it's not – it's always a little bit hard, I would say, from 
a lot of my, like we've got friends that they don't talk to their dads. I've got another friend that doesn't talk to their mom. So it's like, that's what I mean. I don't, yeah, see, I don't have that experience, so I don't know. Yeah. We're, it's, we were, You're definitely blended. Mm. Like you have a lot of step siblings and stuff. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. I'm just no, saying, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying like out of all my friends, like I think my family and Lex is the only ones that are still together, like as in parents. Yeah. So we don't know. Blended. Like, blended. Yeah. yeah. Not that it's dysfunctional. That's I don't. Just don't know getting presents from well, exactly. two sets of parents. And like and- who, like maybe you grew up with a stepmom and you think her are more of a, not you personally, mm. but maybe you grew up with a stepmom and that's more of a mum than what your actual mum was. Like there's a lot of blended. I can I can make the assumption that Christmas would be hard for some people. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. a lot of guilt might come up like in circumstances yeah. like that. And I, I, it would be hard. I don't know if it's hard for you yet, but when you have families and a husband and a partner, then who gets mm. what day and then I feel guilty that I don't spend it with my family. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. That's what I kind of mean. I'm like at this stage we don't have like any dramas like that. It's just Christmas is very like easy. So is mine. No, it is. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying you have a lot of like blended like. A lot of like love. the fact that your dad still goes to a Christmas where your mum is is wild. Don't you think that's wild? Because no, a lot of our, look at, like yeah. I'm just mouthing yeah. her friend, her family, like her dad is yes. not allowed to really be in the same room as yes. her mum. That's what I mean. I'm like, it's yep. wild. Yep. So crazy. I don't know. I, do you know what? Kudos to my mum, my dad, my stepmom for all being like. Oh, it's amazing. Cool humans. Yeah, it's so amazing. Do you know what? I think it because I think if you're like that, if you're not allowed around whatever, whatever, mm. I think it says more about you than the other person. Mm. I think if you're secure within yourself and you're content, you can yeah. be wherever you want to be. True, but just sometimes you can't control other family members' emotions that can cause friction but you're right just sometimes what I do if like I'm in a situation like that it's like I just remove myself from a situation go to another room something happened recently like I locked myself away I'm like I cannot deal with this and I took your advice I think I was at a family thing and someone started talking about something in my head I said if they start talking about this I'm just going to leave the room. room it's the best yeah best thing ever I always do it like if I'm in a situation I'm starting to feel uncomfortable I'm like I actually don't want anything to do with this I just get up, remove myself and put myself in another room. Mm. Like I've got this weird, some people can relate. Like I hate hearing people chew. Sometimes if someone's breathing too heavily, like some noises really irritate the fuck out of me and I I don't know what it is. And I'll be sitting there and my mum will start like sniffing or something. And as I was younger, I'd be like, mum, shut the fuck up. You're so fucking annoying. But now I'm like, okay, that's getting on my nerves. I just need to get up, remove myself and go to another room because if I sit here any longer and she's sniffing or chewing like that, I'm going to fucking lose it. Mm. So now I'm like, just remove yourself from the situation, go into another room. And I do that with situations if someone's having an argument or something and I just don't want to be involved, I just leave. Yep. It's the best ever. Avoid confrontation. Yeah, well, not just that. Otherwise, I don't know if you do this. Sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. And then you put yourself into the argument. Well, that's what a year of therapy teaches well, you. True, teaches true. you not to do that. True. Well, that's why you remove yourself from the situation. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Christmas is a fun time, but it's also can be a difficult time and a little bit of a sad time. To be fair, it's my favorite time of the year. It is my favorite time as well. I do love Christmas. Mm. Um but I just, yeah, I do love Christmas. It just does make me sad that I think we spoke about this on not last week's episode, the episode before when you got like quite upset. It's like there's so many people out there that might not have a loved one with them this Christmas and it's just like it can be a really sad time. 100%. So sending love to anyone out there and take care of yourself. And have fun. Yeah. That's our motto. Yeah, exactly. But that's not the theme of this episode. No. So we wanted to finish up 2023 with a goal setting <clears throat> episode for 2024. For 2024. And we both made this decision of writing down how each of us goal set. Because I think goal set is a de- definitely a personal, a very personal task. Did you have any goals this year? 
I did. I need to get out my journal because I obviously I did, but I cannot remember mm. what they were. Oh my god, I think my phone's um silent. Um, I think a couple of my goals were uh like career goals. I wanted to achieve a certain amount of like it wasn't money wise. It was just a certain amount of jobs or like something like that, and a couple personal. And can you see where? you why you might have succeeded or why you might have fallen off no because I actually haven't reflected so I have two parts of goal setting yeah I have a part where you sit and reflect on 2023 I think that's really important but this is my experience I think it's really important to reflect on the year before you goal set for 2024 Mm -hmm. so I haven't actually reflected on 2023 yet I know we spoke about that two on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go through each month and reflect on personal career, um, personal career. Health. Health. And there was one more thing. I think it was like spirituality. I think yep. four pillars that I reflect on. And I'm going to go through each month. So I go January, February, March, and then write down each of those things. And then once I do that, I just reassess. And you can even write next to it, like exactly where you think you fell off, why you fell off, what you did good. So like pros and cons of each month. So I always do that before I goal set in 2024. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to reflect first. So I always like to reflect sometime in December. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and they actually said goal setting shouldn't start in January. It should start in December. Okay. I was like, okay, I kind of like that. So I will reflect and then goal set. So I don't know that answer yet because I haven't reflected. Why do you think most people fail at hitting their goals? Um, I don't know why most people can say from my experience, I think. Because to me, all... With any goal. Yeah. It's just about your habits. Uh Uh-huh. And whether your habits are inching you towards your goal. Yeah. Or your habits are holding you back from your goal. Yeah, true. I think habits is a big thing and we talk about habit stacking a lot. Mm -hmm. I think habits and I also think this is another word that keeps coming up and I think it's so relevant is momentum. I personally find from my experience – I can be driven towards a goal and doing all the right habits, all the right things for a long time, and then something will drop off and then I lose momentum. So what a a habit might drop off. Yeah, habit might drop off or something might happen, like something might come up in my life that's super stressful and then, I don't know, I just something, I just lose momentum and then I can't get closer to that goal and I'm like, okay, done. This is one of, so the king of goal setting is James Clear. Mm -hmm. And I remember the start of this year, I listened to a podcast with him um, and I can't remember the guy's name right now. Tall, athletic guy, can't remember. But Mm -hmm. it's one of those wellness ones. And one of his sayings is that uh, one day when you lose a habit, I actually wrote it down. I think it's in your phone notes. Is it? You wrote something from James Clear. No, but it's about <laughs> if you miss one day of a habit, that's okay. But if you miss two days of a habit, mm. that's the start of a new habit. Yeah, and I think that's where people lose momentum on their goals is when you drop off. Exactly. That's just from my experience, and like I said, I'm not talking from anyone else. Someone else can correct me if they think otherwise. But pers- from my personal experience, that's how I think my goals like I stop working towards goals. I just lose momentum. It's like mm. meditating. It's like anything. Like even like working out, you can be on this really good like workout routine. You're working out every day, moving your body every day, or even if it's little. And then one day you wake up hungover. Yep. Oh, having a rest. Then the next day you're like, oh, God, I can't be bothered going back to the gym. And I say, oh, I can't be bothered. You literally that's lose That's a start motivation. of it, start of yeah. a new habit. And that's that's how I see it in goals. Like it will be one day and, oh, I can't be bothered. I didn't do it yesterday. I can't be bothered doing it today. I was having this conversation with my sister-in-law last night because we were talking about what we're doing in this today's episode mm-hmm. and we were talking about how much pressure people have on their goals and to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her this that, the results of success are highly visible and the process of success is hidden. Mm-hmm. And we overvalue outcomes and undervalue the process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what I said to her, I said, no one's going to say, oh, 
Ash ate a salad today for lunch. Mm. But if Ash was an overweight person who lost 100 kilograms, the outcome would be lady loses 100 kilos. Mm. Yeah. But they're not going to track her everyday small habits Mm -hmm. that got her there. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to if people are setting a goal for health, for their fitness or to save money to I don't know what, but it's a lagging effect. Mm -hmm. Like the health of your bank account is a lagging effect of your habits of Mm -hmm. saving. Mm -hmm. Your health and fitness are a lagging effect of your your actions actions of working out. Yeah. So we put too much pressure on our succeed uh, on ourselves to succeed very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true because you don't want to let yourself down. No, it's the worst feeling ever. Um, do you want to go through how? Sorry, going back. Really important to reflect first before you do your goals. Mm-hmm. I personally think. Um, so when I am ready to goal set, I like being in a space where there's no one around. Like hopefully Damien's not home. I like to put music on, like burn like an incense or something. And I like to really be comfortable in my space so I can get like super creative and really think, like no distractions. So when I first start goal setting, and you could write these down, you might get some of mine that you're like, oh yeah, that's great. And you might get some of Sarah's, you'll be great. And then you might get some of mine that you're like, mm, nah, I like Sarah's better. So whatever resonates with you, just write them down. And I feel like maybe on our Instagram, we can put down each of our dot points of what we do, like, and then people can take whatever they want because it's really important. So at the start, I will sit down, I'll get out my pen and paper and I'll be, what is my theme of 2024? What is the energy that I want to represent? So that's the first thing that I do. So for 2024 for me next year, so when I say that, it could be like, um, your theme could be like, I want to nourish my body for the whole year. It could be, my theme could be, which I think is quite relevant for you for this year, my theme for 2024 could be slowing down. Could be anything like that. So I don't know what my theme is for next year yet. And I'll work that out when I sit down, but I just really want to work out a theme for 2024. And then all my actions and my goals and my steps should kind of revolve, revolve around my energy of 2024. So that's the first thing I do. What's the first thing that you do? How do you um, do you put any measures on anything? Not really. I just like it's kind of like how David the Medium has a word. Yep. So his word for next year is adapt, which is a word that I definitely want to take into 2024. Mm. So that's kind of what I'll do. And what I like to do is I like to write it out like in bubble writing, like color around it, like make it like really pretty because I'm that's just kind of like a mood boardy thing for me. Yep. And then so just say for next year, mine might be like, connect, I want to make sure like I'm not nourishing my body because I'm going to have a child coming, whatever it is. So all my actions around my goals has to be making sure that I'm like nourishing or whatever the theme is. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the first step for you? I I look at areas of my life that I want to improve. Mm-hmm. So I do a visual thing and I think I've spoken about this before, like the integrative um, nutrition, oh, yeah, the wheel. The wheel. Yeah. So I, I dot on this wheel mm-hmm. like a sp- I suppose your satisfaction Mm -hmm. and I look at what ones I want to improve and then I focus on that. It's like, well, say if it's health, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, what are my current habits like at the moment that are holding me back from where Mm -hmm. I want to be in my health? So you're kind of reflecting and setting goals at the same time? Yep. Okay. But like and I do it consciously all the time. Mm. So even for me – this month, a lot of my goal was on slowing down. Mm-hmm. And so, and we did it for our audience. If you're a part of the Tallyloo um, sign-up newsletter, mm-hmm. we gave away 30 days free to open up. And for me, because I've traditionally had such a scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's quite XE US mm-hmm. per month for this app. And I was like, you know what, Sarah, your whole thing is just to slow down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I've been doing, I'm on my longest streak ever with that. So just, and I've, another thing, I habit stack it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of James Clear's thing. I know you've spoken yeah. about habit stacking. So every morning when I wake up, 
So this morning I knew I had to be at a 6.15 gym class. Mm-hmm. So I set my alarm for 10 past five. So knowing get it done. Exactly. Knowing that I'm going to wake up, make my bed straight away, brush my teeth, come back, sit down, mm-hmm. do a meditation, and then get set up for the whole day. Yeah. So habit stacking is literally like how we brush our teeth every day. Exactly. So it's like as soon as I'm, I make my your coffee mm-hmm. in the morning, I'm going to, after I make my coffee, then I'm going to meditate yeah. for two minutes. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's just linking an action. An action to a previous action. And it's so important. It's literally like, and we all know Sarah and I are very routine based. Mm. It's just, it's for me, I kind of think it's habit stacking as like a routine. I do a nighttime meditation now. So every night before I get into yep. bed, I lie on my floor next to my bed and I'll meditate. Yeah. Even if it's for five minutes and it's all guided, like I don't know if I'm at the stage yet that I can just sit there and control my own thoughts. I really like guided. Yeah. So That's it's like, though. I'm like, cool, I'll do guided. But the amount of space and less reactive mm-hmm. I am and more calm I am since doing it. Like on Saturday, it got to like 3.30. I was like, why do I feel off? Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, you haven't meditated today. Mm. And so, stack in the morning. And do you know what I do at nighttime? Actually, I meditate and I put my red light mask on. Yeah. So you're happy. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's ticking two boxes. Exactly. Done. I like that. Um, so once I worked out my what my theme is for 2024, um, I will then write down. So how will I do above, or how will I achieve above? Mm. And then I'll just write it all down. So, like for instance, it could be. My energy of 2024 could be like, I want to be in a creative state for the whole year. So then I'll be like, okay, well, how do I do above? And then write them all down. That's what I do second. What do you do second? Um, Well, this is a new one for me Mm -hmm. because I've got to know myself quite well this year. I know the stories I tell myself when I choose to give up on things. Mm -hmm. So it's knowing the stories that I keep telling myself, like if I don't do something for three days, whether I'm procrastinating, it's like, oh God, slow down. What story are you telling yourself? Mm -hmm. And then not attaching to that story. So traditionally, I don't know, say I was trying to run for a 10K run or something. I'd be like too hard basket, not even going to try because I was so attached to the success of it and doing a good time and doing that I wasn't even going to try. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just knowing the stories that I tell myself and why I give up on things. On, give up on goals. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so, and then once I've done that, I'll write down who do you want to become one year from now? So this is a very good one and a very common one because I do it too. You kind of you sit in the emotion. Yeah. And a person who has that habit. So you want to be a, I don't know, hypothetical boss CEO person that runs a multi-million dollar business. You ask yourself, what would that person do right now? Yeah. And it's like, so what do you, who do you want to become in a year from now? You sit in that, you imagine, it's kind of like manifesting visualization Mm. kind of vibe. You sit in that, you really feel it. And then I suppose in that year's time, when I go through my 2024 reflections, I will go through that again and be like, did I did I, am I who I wanted to become this time last year? Yeah. So that's just another little question that I will do in my reflection as well. And the reverse of that is the stronger you're held on to your identity mm-hmm. of like, this is me, this is, I'm not going to change, the harder it will mm-hmm. be for you to reach any goal or to grow. Yeah. I think it's really important to just sit in that feeling of like who you want to be. It's really, really important. Mm-hmm. What's your next step? Um, I mentioned about, how do results occur that it's a lagging effect? Mm-hmm. I always do a measure thing and I took did take notes on this because James Clear, you can tell I've read Atomic Habits, yeah. um, he's, he wrote a thing, the things we measure we improve. If you tracked how much water you take or take in, you can hit your targets. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I recorded my values, your personal values to live, live by, he goes, then I live with more integrity. Yeah. The things you can measure, you can track. So if it's like, and he also does this thing about setting an upper bound and a lower bound with measuring goals. Say if someone wants to lose um, two kilos in a month, he's like, okay, 
why don't you set an upper bound of that? I want to I want to lose between two and four kilos in December. So then I don't know why mentally it works, but stats show that by setting an upper mm-hmm. bound, you you stick to your goals more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I suppose it's like someone training for like those bloody bodybuilding things. Oh. They track and how much they weigh, what they're eating because they want to get to a certain goal. And I said to you about that before, you're two to three times more likely to stick to your goals if you have a specific mm. plan to when, where and how you're going to do your goal. Yeah. So even if you, he he gives the example if you say you're just starting exercising, say on Wednesday at 6 p.m. I'm going to do a 20-minute walk. You are two to three times more likely mm-hmm. to do that walk than if you said um, this I'm week I'm going to walk. walk. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Um, my next question I'll ask myself for goal setting is what do I want to release and let go of 2024? So is that bad habits? Like so I'll have to obviously – be aware of your own bad yeah. habits. Um, and that's and I'll coming get, back to what I was saying before. You have to know why you, what bad habits make you give up on your goals and it's just about knowing yourself. Yeah. So, well, that's exactly what I wrote. It's like um, what are the bad habits? Are they beliefs or are they stories or whatever? So what do you want to let go of? Mm. So I think that's really important as well. And then, oh, no, your turn. Um, no, I think it, going back to that, the story you tell yourself, I don't think it ever goes away. No, it changes sometimes, I feel like, depending, for me it does. Yeah. Depending on what stages of my life I'm in, I think it can change, but I don't think it goes away. I think mm. it's just you've got to be aware. I I do celebrate your small wins. Yeah. Reflection. Which that's something that we've really tried to incorporate um, into our lives this year. Again, shout out to Mariana, Mariana Hewitt who is someone that I talk about her all the time on the podcast, who I got habit stacking from, our mm. win and losers, our energy givers. And she's like someone that I really look up to and she talks about that all the time and we have it now is our win list. I Every think, time something good happens, you have to put it down on your win list. I think it's really important if you're doing goal setting and say in three months' time you do give up. No, I don't even want to say give up. You find yourself, you're like… Lose momentum. It, exactly, lose momentum. Instead of being harsh on yourself and criticizing yourself, and this is a trick that I've picked up from my mum being a therapist and Solomon being a therapist, it's to ask questions and Mm -hmm. ask yourself questions. What happened along the way Mm -hmm. that I fell off this goal? And then you actually have to realize like one of my goals next year is to drink more water. So three months into it, am I like, am I better than I was in 2023 Mm -hmm already on in this habit, this goal? And if it's like, yes, it's like, okay, now I have a choice. You either fall back into your old story, give up, and you're like, mm. oh, doesn't matter, whatever, or you choose to get back on it and build, start building yeah. your momentum again. It mm-hmm. always comes back to choice, but just be gentle on yourself mm-hmm. and ask yourself questions about is the environment I'm putting myself in every day like conducive Helpful, yeah. to what? I want to be, the person mm. I want to be, the people I'm hanging around a part of the environment and the people, the person I want to grow into. Mm. And also, guys, like if you do slip off, it's fine because yep. we slip off as well. Don't freak out. And this is where it comes down to, and I mentioned it yesterday on Curious Conversations, mm-hmm. the discipline or excuses. Mm-hmm. Do you have the discipline to get back up and go again or to stick to the habit or do you find yourself – with excuses. Yeah. Like we all know those people. I'm going to start on Monday. Yeah, 100%. But I, we do it too. Yeah. Like we're, again, we're not saying like we make up excuses oh. for shit all the time. Like we were supposed to do like four weeks of reporting the last four weeks <laughs> and we're like, oh, no, no, we'll do it after lunch. Oh, no, we'll do it after lunch. We'll do it after lunch. And like we do it as well. But we did it today though. <laughs> the dis- We had the discipline yeah. to be like, we no, have to get it done. Today. Exactly. So it's like it does happen. It's just getting back. What's that saying? Getting back on the horse or whatever it is. Yeah. Like you literally just have to. Um, so this is like what Sarah said before. Um, so for 2024, when I'm goal setting, I don't like to have a whole list of goals. I think it's really important to only have very minimal and I'll have up to three. I think three is manageable mm-hmm. for me personally. And like I said, you can have more than three, but just from experience, I think three is way more manageable and 
for me, my personality, it's way more achievable to achieving three goals than having 10 to 15 goals. Yeah. And you can have like micro mini goals as well. Like one of my mini goals might be, I want to drink more water, like what you just said. Like it, that for me is just like a little mini goal. And um, so psychologists prove that, and we are talking about that before, it's called goal competition. Yeah. Because when you set a goal, you're pulling energy and time away mm. and focus away from other things. Yeah. So if you've got 10 goals and then you're like, I'm going to set two more, of course the 10 you've already set, you've got another two to put in there. Mm. So you're pulling energy and time away from the other yeah. goals. And so there's only 12 months in a year. You have to be realistic and that's yeah. the thing. You actually – well, that's what I wrote. I did say, I'm like, you want to be able to really focus on these main goals because- Yeah, but and also be realistic. Like if you're, say your income's 100,000, realistically, you're not going to jump to a million dollars in one year. Oh, absolutely. And just going on to what I wrote, like I was really just like trying to journal this out before. Um Next to what I do after that is I'll go through three of my goals and then next to each goal, I will put how I want to achieve these and what it means to my life. So just say second half of the year, one of my goals is I want to be a really attentive mum. Obviously I'm having a child in April. So I like, I really want to be an attentive mum. How am I going to achieve these? Maybe it's like not being on my phone as much. Like they don't have to be like big hairy like achievements it's just like so then and then what does that mean to my life well if I'm being more attentive and I'm less on my phone it means I get to know my daughter better or I get to spend more time with my daughter so that's what it means to me so I'll also do that next to three of my goals do you do you have my why so essentially your three goals you have to have next to your goals your why yeah because that is what is motivating for you for the rest of the year we all talk about the why Mm -hmm. it's like if you've started business why and you always go back to your why. So um, then you've got motiva- more motivation, mm. I find. And I think that's really important. Why do you want that goal? With something like that, say you want to put your mobile way away and that, mm. how are you, mate, do you have, what plans? Because you have to plan. Well, I think when I do this, I think for that one, if that is one of my main goals, I don't know mm-hmm. if it is, I just plucked that out of my mouth which probably will, something along those lines will be one of my goals. I think I just have to habit stack. If it's like I'm feeding her, instead of being on my phone, I have to make sure before I go get the bottle and I feed her, I'm putting it down somewhere in a Mm. spot where it's not reachable. I think it's just habit. It's exactly what I said before. It's habit stacking. So then I don't fall into a momentum of picking up my phone, feeding her a bottle. Like I don't want to Being distracted. Yeah, being distracted. So I feel like if that is one of my goals, that's probably what I'll do. I'll have to habit stack putting my phone somewhere else. Because we know, and we did it today, we actually set a goal and we created a plan mm-hmm. for that goal. Yeah. And I think f- for me, plan. if you don't have a plan, it's the old saying that you're planning to fail. Yeah. Because you need to have some kind of roadmap of how you're going to get to your goal. Absolutely. I 100% agree and that's kind of my – Next two points in my goal setting. What's your next one? Um, well, my next one's not a, about really goal setting because I've gone through all my stages mm-hmm. of like reflect, mm-hmm. plan, make your environment, discipline or excuses, self-reflection, ask yourself yep. questions. That's my plan because it always comes mm-hmm. back to those things. But for me also this year, Exactly what we're saying, slowing down, being mm-hmm. more calm. Something that I learned this year that I'm really going to take away for me and people might find it relatable. Mm-hmm. People want to be like, I want to be more happy. I want to be more calm. I want to be whatever. Mm-hmm. I've had to this year develop a list of things that bring me joy, the joy list, and things that make me feel calm Yeah, because – when I'm stressed or overwhelmed, myself telling myself, Sarah, calm down, stress less. Yeah. That does absolutely does nothing. Help. No, it's only my actions and my habits that make me feel less stressed and more calm that are on my list yeah. that actually make me feel more calm. Yeah. And that's why at the start of the year, we told you guys to create the energy givers list mm-hmm. because whenever you're feeling in a slump or whenever you're feeling stressed, upset, not calm, you go to your energy givers list and you choose one, two, three, four of those things and do them because 
they're the things that make you happy. Oh, and even if it's your morning co- coffee and you know it's your morning coffee, mm. we spoke about it with Erin Deering. I, th- I can't remember what she called it, but it was like savouring. Mm. You savour that moment mm-hmm. because it is like pure joy. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, so the next step that I do is what area in my life do I want to focus on first in 2024? Like what goal? Do you only focus on one area at a time? Well, I didn't, but I read something and I listened to a podcast the other day and I was like, I'm going to add that in because for me, I have a very, we know this, my personality, I can't do, I tend to do a million things at one time. I get distracted and then like, it's just, I've always been like that. It's like this ADD creative thing. I don't know what it is, but I can get very distracted very easily. So I personally, for my goals next year, I've not done this before, but next year I'm going to focus on one thing for like, just say it's a quarter. Mm -hmm. So it might be my personal goals or it might be one of my three goals. And I want to focus on that purely for like a quarter. And then I'll introduce my next one. And then I'll introduce my next one. I feel like for me, it's more achievable if I do it in blocks. Yep. Um, and then what we we're talking about before, I, I do this. I always break down my goals into quarterly, monthly, and weekly, daily. So I'm very good at doing this at the start of a year. And then by mid-year, I probably drop off. Mm. So I need to make sure next year that I don't drop off and I check in. So like I'll look weekly at my goals and be like, okay, am I, did I have it stack all week? Did I drop off this week? And then I just monitor them because otherwise I can't keep track. And you know what? I think this is a great, because in my head, I was just having a conversation myself then. I was like, oh, accountability. I have to be really accountable to myself. Mm -hmm. But I think, and our friend Morgan has one, an accountability friend Mm -hmm. that you just check in. You know each other's goals and you're like, how are you going with it? Yeah. And I think it's so important because otherwise, if you're a little bit like me, you can get distracted mm. or you lose momentum, which I think we all do. I think it's really important to keep checking in on those goals and not just like, I don't think it's, I think quarterly, like if you can only do it quarterly is fine. I think you need to do it like monthly and weekly, just within yourself. And just to, we get so stuck in our lives and what's going mm-hmm. on that we. The busyness. Exactly. We don't take ourselves for like an eagle's eye perspective and zoom out and have a look at your life and be like, oh, God, I have done this, I have done that, or where did I fall off? So I think having an accountability partner, it allows you, one, them to ask you questions that you might have not asked yourself mm-hmm. that theoretically you could, but then in that moment it also allows you to zoom out and be like, cool, this is where I slipped off, this is what I'm going to do for the next month, and then your yeah. friend can be like the next month. How did you go? Yeah. And that's a good suggestion, getting someone else. But if you don't feel comfortable sharing your goals with someone else, of course you can do it by yourself. A hundred percent. You just have to like get a journal, get a diary, make sure, I don't know if you want to like grid it out or whatever, however you want to do it. It's so important to keep reflecting because personally for me, it's the only way that I will get a goal achieved if you reflect. Oh, and even for us in business-wise, I remember going through stats of social media, how much the brand's grown this Mm. year and- some months you were like, holy shit, like, wow. Yeah, it's really important. I think it's so important. And it's motivating when you see that. Yeah, and it's so funny because I'm just thinking of like, and again, when I reflect of 2023, I'll go through it. Like I remember at the start of the year, I was putting like January, um, like this is personal stuff, January got like this contract, got this, got this, and then February, and then, and then I just died off and stopped doing it by like mid, I don't know what it is with like mid-year. And then- even for me, because I know you asked me, you're like, you know what, you have to post one thing. And we said this on here. Yeah. That you have, Sarah, you have to post one thing on TikTok yeah, each yeah, yeah. day. I was like, oh. And even for me, I didn't check in with myself no. and I let you that. Went, you had a good momentum, but it's, it's like, it's normal. Like yeah. we all like. But then it's like, okay, cool. I was doing that for business, for work and things like that. If someone's out there and wants to be a content creator, if you're posting once a week, you're not going no, to grow. No. It's honestly the small daily habits and the value builds up over time. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly like investing the compound effect. Mm-hmm. It might, it will just all happen at once. Yeah, absolutely. It's like being consistent and not losing that momentum. It's so important. But they're my steps. I'm happy to ride them out onto like a pretty 
thing and Sarah's as well. Like a you, pretty thing. Like a not a pretty thing, but like on stories so you guys can save it and stuff. Because I think it's cool. Or even in notes. So you guys can save it and put on your phone so you I guys think so. can reflect. Let's put it up exactly how we did um, with the things we learned. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really nice for people. Do you know what? Maybe we should do accountability group. Mm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I read that on TikTok about 2024 content creators. Mm, it's about, say, the easiest way, to, not the easiest, but an Probably the most effective way to build a community moving forward would be to, there's a famous, I know, TikTok barista who every morning, 7 a.m., he goes on a live and makes his coffee and now he's got like 10,000 people at that time making coffee with him, doing a discussion. So if it's once a month and we jump on a live and even if you don't jump on it, you're like, but, oh, my God, they're doing a live and that means accountability. Yeah, not even a live. We could even start a broadcast channel on Curious Conversations and check in with people. There we go. I don't think a live. I think we could do like a broadcast. And then that holds us accountable too. Yeah. Interesting. If you want something like that, please let us know because I can't start it if no one wants it. (laughs) But, no, it's a good idea. But, yeah, it's funny how like each person sets goals or what goals means to them. Like what does a goal mean to you? Something that's important to me that I want to achieve. Yeah, because I feel like it'd be so interesting to know what what a goal means What does goal them. mean to you? Um, I think a goal for me is like, like a happy task. It's like something that like I want to achieve and be a better person. Mm. So for me it's like a happy task. I feel like goal – is a funny word because it's like competitive. Intention. Yeah. So for me, it's like a happy task. I know it's going to make me a better person and make me happier. Mm. That's what I feel like a goal for me. Do you know what? I find when you hit a goal, there's this some kind of self-pride and you feel like you've grown as a person Mm. because you are able to achieve something. Yeah. Sometimes though, don't you think with goals, like you can achieve a goal and then – sometimes after the goal there's like a downward spiral. Just what do you like, mean? I know a lot of people that have achieved goals. Like you think of people that go sober for six months. Yep. They're so hell-bent on getting sober, not drinking, not drinking, and then the day that they stop they go on this huge bender. Like so some goals are like you work so, so, so hard and then you're like. I'm like I, so that's why I feel like a goal, like the word goal is a little bit competitive and there's negative. Their why would have been different to what your why would have been. Maybe, yeah. Their why wouldn't have been for, I would say, health reasons or whatever. Their why was like, oh, I'm just going to test myself, see what I can do it and I'm still yeah. going to go as soon as it's done, go get effed up. Yeah, who knows? But I feel like sometimes a goal can have like a negative spin because it, I don't know, I feel like it's like a competitive word. Like mm. I feel like for me it's like competitive. I don't know why. So intention's a good word. And I also found that James Clear quote that I can. Oh, yeah. It is a habit miss once is a mistake. A habit miss twice is the start of a new habit. So true. And that's exactly what we were just talking about before with losing momentum. Yep. Um, you start to create a new habit, which yeah. isn't a great habit. Yeah. And I was even – uh, the other day hearing one of my friends, she's like, oh, I haven't gone to the gym for like a week. Now I can't be fucked. I've lost motivation. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Oh, interesting. If people are interested in this, I actually had a chat with Solomon about motivation yeah. last week. And he said, oh, he goes, motivation's a funny one because motivation is tied to emotions. Like happiness? Whether you're feeling good or you're feeling yeah, bad. I feel that. And he's like, it can be really hard in whether um, in business or in health and if you're only motivated by certain things mm-hmm. and if that certain thing's only motivated by a certain emotion, he's like this is where discipline has to kick in. You Discipline is being able to do something even though you don't feel like doing it. Mm. I always, when we were talking about that the other day, I always think about when I had my eating disorder, I was the most disciplined Mm. person I've ever met my whole entire life. Like I had to work out every single day because I was a psychopath because I thought if I didn't work out that I would get fat. And my brain was just like I was so powerful, so disciplined, 
that I would go to Bikram every single day and I would not miss a day, I know I can be disciplined because I look back at my life then I'm like, oh, my God, I was so disciplined. Like, I, was, I know I can be. I was having the chat with Ash last night about discipline because we were talking about that and she's like, your brother, my brother, Mark, who works night shift, she goes, he is that disciplined. He goes, about going to the gym every day, even if he's tired, he'll pull yeah. pull on the side of the road, have a nap, but he will still go to the gym because he knows That's how good him feel good. One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's like I always think of stuff like that. I'm like, if I could do that every day, and I'm pretty disciplined with my workout schedule now, even if it's a walk or whatever, like I mm. always do something. I'm like, why can't I incorporate that into other things? Like, yeah, it's funny why? because you put, do we put more emphasis on the control? I don't know, but then I'm like maybe my main concern is my happiness because I know if I work out every day, I'm generally going to be a happier person, not mean to myself. So maybe I'm so selfish with how I feel and how I interact with other people that I'm just like so disciplined. Maybe for me it would be maybe my goal didn't mean that much and I didn't really want it. Nah, because I feel like there's, I don't know, I – I'm going to go with what I said and I just want to be a happier person. Yeah. But mate, I don't, I, no, I, I'm saying from a business oh, from, perspective, like say for me, try, uh, the goal was to post every day for Tully mm-hmm. Lou and it was, well, why did you give up? But then maybe it's the emotion behind posting. What do you feel? Because I know the, the story. Emotion, I know the emotion behind posting for you is like, oh, this is fucking like. The story yeah, I tell myself. You're like, oh, this is so shit. Like such a wanker doing this. <laughs> No, like if you think because yeah. the language behind that is probably yeah. why you're not as motivated. But and like you know, working out every day, you know you're going to feel good. And yeah. Like, I love the feeling after. Yeah. So it is. It's like funny how in certain areas of your life, I'm going to call them personal and health, we're so strict. Yeah. And then in other elements, it's like how can I get that discipline back? It's the emotion behind the goal. It has to be. Well, even for – like, I would love to mar- run a marathon one day, but oh, realistically, mm, don't think I'm going to. I mean, you could. My body's pretty effed. <laughs> I mean, you could. I know I could. people that have run marathons and I'm like, I could. How? I could, but like, I know it would do a lot of damage to my body. Yeah. But you could like, but maybe, jog. <laughs> maybe that's a, maybe it's a thing to work up to because I know it could take two years to build my body up to. But I was listening to someone, I can't remember who it was, on a podcast and her goal is she, was to run a marathon Mm. and she was like I had to set goals first two months is five kilometers next two months 10 kilometers you can do it yeah you just again have to have the discipline yep it's funny I was just like and do you know what probably also is and this is want to do it no this is another thing also is when you get to a hurdle in a goal is it because you don't have the strategy or you don't have like the oh, know-how. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know running know-how. So you have to ask yourself, okay, do I? It, where am I stuck mm. here? Do I not know enough, or am I lacking in the execution? Mm. Is it strategy or the execution where I'm effing up? Yeah. For I, me, it's like okay, I could go to a run coach, get them to run, me, get me a program, and then I have to execute it. Yeah, I'm sure you could do it. I mean, running a marathon is a huge, huge goal. What's a marathon? 22 kilometers. No, that's a half. Oh, God. A marathon's Let's just start four, with half a marathon. 42 kilometers. Fuck that. Yeah. I actually physically don't know if I could do I just said that. And you're like, yes, you could. <laughs> Malaka. Uh, I'm currently pregnant, so I definitely couldn't. Yeah. And then if I did it post pregnancy, I'd probably piss my pants. Mm. Although I did go to a pelvic floor specialist last week. So that will not be happening. And girls, if you're going to a pelvic floor specialist, just be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. There's fingers involved. And I was like, I mean, I should have known because we do, we produced the Modern Doula podcast and she said they told on that podcast, she says what the procedure is and I mustn't have listened to that part because when I went into the room, she's like, so you know the procedure? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, so you listened. It was on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, so I have to like internally and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like I didn't laugh. I was like, yeah, 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 I know secretly fucking dying. I was like, oh, my God, I did not listen to that part of the podcast. Anyway. How, like, it's only one finger. Okay. And you just like, sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's our editor, guys. And any other guys that are listening to this, 
So they put one finger up you mm. and they give you these exercises. So she's like, okay, pulse. I was like, okay. I'm pulsing right now. Yeah, pulsing. And then she's like, okay, pulse 10 times, but really, really quick. No I, breaks in between. I kind of know if I And can. then you've got to pulse and hold it and she's got to count how long you hold hold the pulse for. Anyway, I have a strong pelvic floor. I just Go have to you. do my exercises every day. But I'm like, if I have a strong pelvic floor, how come when I throw up, I always wee a little bit? Why did she say? She said because I have to learn to contract first before I throw up. Uh, so I've got to be quick. You're right. It, being a female, I mm. swear to God, is so much work. Like, you, you're going to be doing your pelvic floor exercise for the rest of your life. Yep. No baby or baby. Yep. It's so important. Anyway. Um, Great way to end 2023 talking about <laughs> getting fingered. <laughs> Do your pelvic floors, please. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Bless. Christ. Anyways. Well, uh, it's been another amazing year of curious conversation let's let's just say that Huge. Michael Bublé I know I was doing my little rap I was just like looking through all my videos the day I was like oh I'll do a TikTok like plot twist she's mm. pregnant and I was going through everything I'm like oh my fucking god mm. like that's why it's so important again guys at what the start of this podcast I said to go through each month and reflect because you go I was going through videos I was like oh my god yeah we interviewed this person oh my god that was fun oh my god that was like amazing that was kind of cool. Oh, that was sad. Like, so it was kind of nice. Michael Bublé, who would have thought? And I have honestly learned so much off every guest we've had this year. Yeah, same. We've had a really, really good bunch of guests. And from energy healers to bloody oracles to business owners. To, to Lauren, who was our girlfriend that had cancer and yep. started Robe. Like, so many inspiring stories. So many amazing females, males. I was going to say the only male was David the Medium, but no, we had Harrison. We've mm-hmm. had Ben. Ka- like, we've had so many amazing yep. people on. Um, so many Michael Bublé is pretty sure he's a male. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, duh. Um, and I can't wait for next year. And we just have to be so organized next year, yep. pre-April. But that's okay. We're going to have to have, I think, a week of full recording days. So we've got episodes up our sleeve for at least two months. A hundred percent. And to our Chemist Warehouse fam. We love you. Thank you so much for supporting Curious Conversations. We love working with you. We love Shout you a you. lot. <laughs> and Leash. And Leash. And Sarah. No, everyone. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I know Vic listens. Everyone. We love you. Listen, but Vic listens. We love you. We love everyone who listens to us and helps us grow. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful Christmas and a new year, and we'll see you guys in 2024, fresh from BTV. Ciao. Bye. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favorite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tally Lou or if you've shopped at Tally Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.